You're listening to the Range Garner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. Jeff Hartman in the studio with us today, as he is each and every week to talk about exercise and science. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Sun's shining. I believe you were out this morning for an early run, et cetera. I got it in. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So you got your 20 minutes plus in, right? I did. Yes, sir. Um, which is related to what I wanted to talk with you about. I had two stories I wanted to share with you today. Um, First, you can't outrun a bad diet. That seems to be the new the new buzz headline. Of course, it's not That's new at all. That's depressing. I'd like to think that I could. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, I always share with my students what you expend in a 30-minute walk, run, you can replace easily in less than 60 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just with the, the foods that we have locally in this obesogenic environment. Um, and that's... Uh, um, Again, I say it's a new study that came out. It, it was a little bit controversial because the lead authors of the um, – it was more of an opinion piece, I guess, in a study – have pointed the finger at um, processed food companies yeah. mm-hmm. and sugary drink companies mm-hmm. and have drawn the parallel to uh, the tobacco industry and what the tobacco industry had done with deny, deny, confuse, mislead, and that the public needs to understand that – you just cannot outrun with exercise what you're putting into your body. It's just just too hard. So this kind of misnomer that exercise is an effective weight loss um, strategy is, 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 according to this author, exactly that. It's, it's a fallacy. Now, others have come out and said, well, we just don't exercise to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do want to emphasize that part, exercising um, still good for your heart, for metabolic risk factors. It's tied to dementia, cognition, all those things we've talked about over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And and it really is. It's two sides. Even if you're only talking about the weight issue, it's two sides. It's what goes in, but it's also the calories you expend. It's both. Yes, sir. You can't just do one right. and, and, and get the full benefit. And another, just a, a quick little um, shout out here, because I've, I've got little kids. Um, you've got not so little kids, but... Uh, a new study coming out of UVA, go who's, uh, that looked at amount of sedentary time, specifically TV time. Mm. And um, if you look at uh, the Association of Pediatricians, they recommend no more than two hours of TV time for a host of reasons. If you're watching TV, you're not exercising. Right. You're getting all those commercials that tend to promote right. consumption of some sort. Well, the study out of UVA found that even just one hour of TV time in um, – Younger kids; these were were little little kids uh, before middle school, elementary co- school age kids, increased their risk for obesity by forty percent. Just wow. one hour a day. One hour a day. So that two hours a day um, might <laughs> might might be too soft of a threshold, and we might want to curtail that TV watching time even more. And it probably would be good to call it screen time. They, uh, you know, that seems to be more of the general. Um, buzz now that we've got the I this and I that. But the authors here in this study still defined it as television. And and maybe, perhaps, because it was such young kids, although my two-year-old can operate an iPad. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Young kids young kids can do that stuff very well now. Yes, sir. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there's a difference between TV time and, and tablet time or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Well, maybe a future study. Sure. Dr. Harmon, if folks want to learn more about the exercise science program here at Gardner Webb or they want to weigh in on today's topic, how do they get in touch with you? 
please email me at exsi at gardner-web.edu.